Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. The Dally M's have just wrapped up for 2023, a pretty wild night with a very exciting finish. Uh, devastating finish for some out there, but uh, yeah, very interesting Dally M night. We're going to give our live reaction to everything that has occurred this evening, and uh, we'll start at the very top. Caleb Honga taking home his first Dally M medal in 2020. He came second uh, that season. I believe he was just pipped. Sorry, 2018, he came second that year. He was just pipped by Roger Tuovasa-Shek. Um, uh, unfortunately for the New Zealand Warriors, the tables were turned in this one uh, with Caelan Ponga winning it uh, just over the top of Sean Johnson. Uh, we'll start with Caelan Ponga first, as we should. Uh, incredible stuff. You've got to remember this guy. Started the season at 5'8", um, got concussed, had to go overseas. Um, you know, like, there was just no real possible way that KP could achieve something like this this season. Um, and, you know, like, geez, he's been through a lot. You look at KP's season, uh, didn't play fullback uh, until round 13. And in the first 12 rounds of the season, um, you know, round one, he played 68 minutes. Round two, he played one minute. Then he had six weeks off. He came off the bench in round eight, uh, played 5-8 in round nine. And then round 11, he played 5-8. Round 12, he played 5-8. And then round 13, he made the move to fullback. Now, to be fair, when he made the move to fullback, they won their first game against the Manly Seagulls, which was all good and well. They lost the next three games on the on the trot to the Broncos, the Roosters, and the Penrith Panthers. And then obviously went on that glorious run at the back end. Didn't win another game in the regular season. That's where KP picked up the vast majority of his points. But, I mean, a pretty incredible season to think that he had to go overseas to get himself sorted. Many people thought, is he going to play again? Could this be the end of KP? Uh, he then came back and was criticised, copped it left, right and centre from people, including myself as well. There was times there where I just thought he looked a little bit disinterested. Uh, and then, I don't know, the move back to fullback, it just flipped something in KP and he's gone on to have uh, one of the great seasons, uh, one of the great finishes. Really was incredible stuff. Uh, so, congratulations to Kalen Ponga. Unreal stuff. Uh, Obviously, this Dally M system, guys, it is not perfect. Uh, I was talking to someone on Instagram last night. They made the very good point uh, that, you know, no matter how you give away or how you give out uh, awards when it comes to team sports, the system is going to be flawed to some extent. And I get that 100%. But I do just feel like 
sometimes this system is it's just not ideal. And once again, I don't have the answer, so I'm not t- sitting here telling you exactly how to do it. But I do understand the reason why people are upset. Uh, but then I think there is a pretty good counter argument for KP as well. Uh, so obviously, Sean Johnson, uh, he is the main guy that people are upset he did not win uh, the Dalian medal this year. And Sean Johnson had a tremendous season. I think no one could argue with that SJ was the probably the most consistent player over the entire season, consistently the best. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, the Dalian medal is decided in a certain way. And, you know, Kalen Ponga managed to achieve what he did in that way. So I, I just I just don't think it's fair to take away from KP and what he's achieved because it has been an unbelievable season where he's faced a lot of controversy, a lot of issues, and he's managed to overcome them and lead his team uh, all the way to the finals. SJ did the same. Uh, I mean, they, not much was separating them on the ladder come the end of the season. All things considered with the Newcastle Knights, uh, it was very impressive from Kalen Ponga. Um, I think a lot of I've seen a lot of people on Instagram saying that the new way they do the system is bullshit. I look, I I, I don't know about that. Um, you know, at the end of the day, in you know the, the maximum amount of points you can get in a game is six. Uh, so yeah, there were a lot of games that Kalen Ponga picked up six points. But I'll give you the hot tip. You know who else was able to pick up six points as well? Sean Johnson. So I, I don't really understand that argument from people um, that if you go on a hot run, you can stack a lot of points. Sure. Uh, but you know, if you get man of the match every second game as well, you stack a lot of points too. Yeah, if you're the if you're a top three player throughout the entire season every single week, with which you know SJ was, he stacked a lot of points over the year. Um, I think there were a number of games in late in SJ's season that I remember watching, especially from a super coach's perspective, and him doing very well. That I'm a little bit surprised he didn't pick up points from, uh, but. You know, once again, I think that's just how it goes sometimes, unfortunately. So I do feel really sorry for John, Sean Johnson. I think he's had a Dally M season, like a, a Dally M winning season uh, by his form. Uh, just unlucky that this is what happens in rugby league sometimes. The counter argument to it, though, with KP is that you can go, hey, you know what? Sean Johnson, I think he played in 25 games this year. Just getting those numbers up. Yeah, Sean Johnson played 25 games this year. Callum Ponga played 18. Um of those 18, the first three, he didn't make it the entire 80 minutes. Round two, he didn't even make it uh, past minute one. Um, so, geez, I don't know. Like, you look at KP, like, realistically, full games that he played, um, you know, he only he only really played 17 full games, and there's probably four injury-affected games in that as well. So, I mean, you have got to give KP a lot of respect for what he's done this year. It has been tremendous, and um, I think we do need to appreciate that you know, at the end of the day, Sean Johnson had at least seven more games uh, than KP this year. So it's not like he didn't have opportunities to catch those points. Uh, I think that's the reality of it. But I think that more so the way that we do this Dally M system, and for me, I think this was the deciding factor. I've heard people are messaging me saying, oh, it come, came down to points, and when you go on a run, you get more. And sure, you do. But I think at the end of the day, it came down to when you have a look at uh, Sean Johnson and the team he's in, I think AFB, you know, he got one of the Dally M front row spots of the year. He was actually in, in the top 10, which is an incredible effort for a front row forward. Um, so, you know, he would have taken a lot of spots off uh, off Sean Johnson. Uh, you have a look, how many points did he end up on? 44, which was 20. 22 points in the old system. Remember, guys, there's double points available every weekend. So now if you just half it, you sort of get an idea of where they would have landed in the old system. Um, so, you know, for Adam Vanilla Blake to rack up 22 points there, that's pretty impressive. Uh, Payne Haas would have only had 21. So it shows how many points um, Adam Vanilla Blake did clean up. So that took a lot of points 
off Sean Johnson, obviously. Uh, Dallin Wateni Zalesniak also featured in Team of the Year, so he would have taken a few points here and there off Sean Johnson. I'm sure that Chance would have at different points. Um, I think that, you know, there's a few... Wade Egan would have at different points too. So there's a few guys in that Warriors side. Torhu Harris as well. Then I have a look at the Newcastle Knights side. You know, Jaden Braley got injured. Phoenix Crossland came in. He did a tremendous job, 100%. But I think, like, if, you know, if if Wade Egan has an 8 out of 10 and, you know, Phoenix Crossland has an 8 out of 10, you probably tend to give more points to a guy like Wade Egan than probably Phoenix. I think J- Jackson Hastings, a tremendous player, but a J- Jackson is very much a sort of role player footballer. He's, he's a mastermind the way that he turns the game into chess. But what the reality of this award is that it tends to be the highlights that do get a, a rewarded a lot. So Jackson Hastings probably not stealing too many points off KP. Tyson Gamble's had a tremendous season, but you know he's obviously not an out and out superstar. He's not the sort of guy you expect to be at the top of the Daly M's at the end of the year. You know their, their middles were good, but they don't have an AFB. They don't have a Payne Haas. They also don't have like an elite 13. You have a look throughout the year. Adam Elliott played some fantastic footy at the back end, but he didn't play huge minutes throughout the regular season. So for me, I think it more so came down to the team that Kalen Ponga finds himself in. At the end of the day, he won 10 games on the trot and he was the best player on the field in the vast majority of those games. So I think it's pretty hard to push back on KP. If you know KP and Sean Johnson had played the same amount of games, Maybe we're having a different argument, but I think SJ had a seven extra games or whatever it was to try and counter Kalen Ponga, um, and he didn't manage to. So I think realistically, uh, you've got to sort of give that award to him, and you've got to appreciate what Kalen Ponga managed to do, and I think that's the way that we've got to look at it. Is the system perfect? No, it's not 100%. I agree it's not. Uh, but, you know, I think any way that you do it is going to be flawed. So uh, congratulations to Kalen Ponga. It's been a fantastic season. He has come from absolutely nowhere to win that Dalian medal. I had... um. Obviously, had a post ready for Sean Johnson. I thought he was going to win it all night. Then about 15 minutes before the announcement, I went, you know what? I better make myself a Kalen Ponga post here. I know they both both missed round 27. I was even worried about someone else sneaking in there, like a Hines or a Harry Grant, potentially. Uh, but it ended up being those two. And congratulations to Sean Johnson as well. Despite not taking home uh, the Dalian medal, he was obviously Dalian halfback of the year and had a fantastic season. I loved how humble he was uh, when he was shaking hands with KP at the end and whatnot. A tough situation for both guys. And I can understand you New Zealand Warriors fans feeling that Sean Johnson was hard done by because he did have a season that was worthy of winning a Dally M. Uh, and then there always tends to be one or two guys that are probably worthy of winning Dally M's, but whether it be system or just incredible form somewhere else, uh, they're not able to do so. I always look back at the year that Tommy Turbo won. I think it was the 2021 Dally M. Uh, and obviously he played a lot less games. A reasonably similar um, season to this of uh, Kalen Ponga. Obviously, you know, it wasn't as back heavy. It was so, sort of more consistent, but he didn't play a stack of football that year. And I just thought, fuck, wouldn't it be tough if you like, like have a look at Nathan Cleary, um, who had a very, very good season, as did Cody Walker, um, that played five or six more games than Tom Travojevic, but just because he was on a complete another level. He took the Daly M medal that year. And that's sort of how it goes sometimes. That is the reality of this award. And unfortunately, uh, it didn't play into the hands of Sean Johnson in this one. Uh, definitely played into the hands of Kalen Ponga. But at the end of the day, Kalen Ponga went out there. He did the damn thing. He played incredibly well. So shout out to him and congratulations to Kalen Ponga. Let's have a look through the rest of the Daly M side. Uh, we obviously made a prediction this afternoon of how we thought it would play out. Um, and we got some right. We got some wrong. 
long though, and a few guys that we've slipped on here uh, now that we've seen the award winners. Also, guys, shout out to Tamika Upton, also the Newcastle Knights fullback. So back-to-back Newcastle Knights fullbacks winning Dally M's tonight. Sensational stuff. Tamika Upton, one of our favourites to watch. We've actually got a preview of the 2023 NRLW Grand Final coming a little bit later today, so stay tuned for that with a special guest. Really, really looking forward to that. It was a great chat. Tamika Upton gets a pretty heavy feature. Probably my favourite, probably along with Aitken. Probably my two favourite girls to watch in the NRLW. Uh, let's have a look at the NRL team of the year at fullback. Obviously, your Dahlia medalist, Kalen Ponger. I think it made the most sense for him to win that. Would have been interesting to see where where Reese Walsh would have ended up for points and whatnot. Um, obviously, you had Scotty Drinkwater, who was right up there. But Kalen Ponger, I thought he was a worthy winner in this one. The wingers, Dallin Mateni Zalesniak and Jermaine Asako. Really happy to see Jermaine Asako there. I was hoping he would get picked. I think he deserves that spot 100%. DWZ's obviously had a tremendous season. He has been fantastic on that right edge for the Warriors. I think the unluckiest one is Brian To'o and I genuinely do think he misses out on things like this sometimes because he sets such a such a high bar when it comes to consistency. I think we sort of just get used to what Brian Toto does, and we sort of take it for granted at times. So, Brian Toto, very unlucky there, but I think DWZ had a fantastic season, and Jermaine Asako was unreal this year. To be in a new franchise with a 19-year-old halfback inside him, back rower changing all season, center changing all season, he's done incredibly well for a guy that, you know, the year before you weren't even sure if he was going to make it in first grade. Uh, Dally M centers of the year, Herbie Farmworth, I thought he was an absolute shit in. The other center I thought was a little bit up for grabs, but a lot of people straight away said Stephen Crichton, uh, and he did absolutely smash it here and get straight in there. So shout out to Stephen Crichton, Herbie Farmworth. Great to see these two going head-to-head. Well, not head-to-head, they're they're not marking each other. Uh, Well, they could be, depending on what they do with Critter, but I doubt they'll be marking each other. But two guys that can genuinely break this game open this week. Fingers crossed, Herbie Farmworth, he is fit and ready to go go in that one. Congratulations to both the boys there. 5-8. We spoke about this in the preview. It was going to be a really interesting one. We weren't really sure which way it was going to go. Any of the three could have won it, and I wouldn't have been shocked. But to be honest with you, coming into this game, I was probably sleeping on Ezra Mam a little bit. I, I, I saw some stats on him after he won 5 out of the year, and I sort of went, fuck, he's actually had a much better season than what I thought he did. I thought he had a good season, but I didn't realize just how much of a fantastic season it was. Uh, 24 games, 15 tries. Maybe you guys are well aware of it, but I sort of slept on it. 15 tries, 5 force dropout, 9 try assists, 10 line break assists, a fantastic season uh, for the Brisbane Bronco 5 He's won a number of games in a row now too. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. He's won 9 games in a row and if you have a look from his last 13 games he's won 12 of them. So pretty impressive uh, for Ezra Mam there. Shout out to him. Um, I've got to tell you guys in the preview this afternoon I definitely slipped on him. I think I sort of fell into the trap of just going for Cam Munster based on name uh, without actually looking at the, num- the numbers of Ezra Mam. He has been unreal this year so very well deserved. Halfback obviously had to be SJ. Uh, when you have a look at the next closest halfbacks, Nico Hines wasn't too far off, to be fair. 48 points, only finished four points short of Sean Johnson. So a very good season uh, for Nico Hines once again. And DCE got pretty high up there as well. 46 points with Nathan Cleary on 42. Uh, but I think Sean Johnson, he had to be the Dally M halfback of the year. If I could you imagine if SJ missed out on Dally M halfback. By the way, I just want to give a shout out to you know, people who are in New Zealand who stayed up until about 1.05 a.m. Uh, to watch that ceremony, 
and expecting Sean Johnson to win his Dalia medal and him for him to just fall short and for a lot of you to stay up all night watching that, shout out to you. Uh, his, uh, you know, obviously he's getting late in his career, but with Roger returning there next year and the Warriors in the fo- in the sort of form they're in at the moment with the coach they've got, uh, you know, it's hard to rule SJ out of calculations for next year. But shout out to you people. Uh, your devotion and your passion for your New Zealand Warriors is second to none. In the front row. I thought this was probably the easiest slam dunk of the night. Uh, these two, Payne Haas and Adam Fanua Blake, it really couldn't go any other way. Payne Haas has obviously been tremendous this year, and I think he's going to go a long way to being one of the best front rowers we've ever seen. AFB scored about 10 tries this year, had a very, very good season. I think he was best dressed at the Dally M Awards too. Very, very AFB. We fucking love him for that. He's a real character. Uh, hooker of the year, Harry Grant. We also thought this one was a slam dunk. Couldn't really see anyone getting in over Payne Haas, Adam Fanua Blake, or Harry Grant. Grant. Um, this is where it got interesting. Second rolls of the year. Um, I thought Fafita would get it. I was very, I was pretty confident Fafita would get it, but you know, after the RLPA team of the year didn't feature Fafita, it's always a bit hard to get a read on. I thought Olakawatu was sort of uh, the wild card here. Uh, Liam Martin, no. The other winner, I'm very, very happy to see it. I thought Britton Nicotero would be right up there, uh, but I'm more than happy to see Liam Martin. Um, obviously, didn't play a stack of games this year, which I thought might cost him a little bit, uh, but the big moments he's come up with in big games, I completely understand uh, them going for Liam Martin there. So congratulations to Martin and Fafita, especially to Fafita, who missed out on the RLPA team of the year. I think his turnaround this year has been fucking tremendous, so very, very well-deserved for Fafita. Lock forward of the year, Paddy Carrigan for the Brisbane Broncos. I think this is the way we voted. I think this is the direction we went in. We thought that other guys might steal points and whatnot, uh, but Pat Carrigan, he was tremendous this season. I think he is the best 13 in rugby league right now. God, that lock forward of the year. Jesus, it's going to be a fight over the next few years. Pat Carrigan, Isaiah Yo. Tohu Harris, Cam Murray. Fuck, if Radley can get back to the form that he showed at the back end of this year, he'll be in calculations. Adam Elliott showed great form at the back end of the season as well. So a number of guys are going to be competing for that lock forward. Uh, Dally M over the next few years is going to be sensational. Um, obviously, coach of the year, that went to Webby as well. I thought his speech was tremendous. Very, very good to see what a champion he is. Uh, and, of course, rookie of the year went to Taruva, uh, which is great to see as well. A fantastic story, Taruva. You just see how happy he was to be there and be involved in it all. Unreal stuff. And the way that Ivan spoke about him, that Taylor May obviously got injured and they needed to put him in and he hasn't let them down since. He said that he's been targeted every single week and teams have tried to go at him, but he's just responded to every challenge that has come his way. Uh, Adam Reynolds, of course, was the captain of the year as well. I think he was our pick in our prediction podcast yesterday. Uh, Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure we ended up going with Adam Reynolds. I thought that was a really, really good choice. He's obviously taken this Broncos team from their darkest hour of a wooden spoon all the way to a grand final of potentially a premiership. Pretty special stuff. Guys, I do think with this Dalian medal night, I, I really don't like how it goes for an hour and a half, two hours, and they jam everything into the last eight seconds of the show. I remember when I was a kid, they used to do it over the entire night, and they'd sprinkle out positions here and there. I personally think that's how they should go back to it. I think that's the way to do it. And, you know, what, you know, if, if you've got, you know, for, for example, tonight, uh, you would have probably saved fullback and halfback until the very end to announce the winner of those because those were the two guys that were competing for the Dalian medal. You know, sometimes you get two guys in the same position competing. So I know last year, a lot of people thought, oh, it'll either be Nico Hines or Ben Hunt. So that would have been the last thing that you announced. Uh, I just think that's a better way to do it. I, I don't love the system they do now where... 
you know, try of the year and top try score and all that just gets handed out on the red carpet. It's award ceremony. I think it all should be done there. I think the NRL, the way the NRLW was done was fantastic. I love how prestigious uh, that was. I thought that was tremendous. But I really think they need to have a look at how they how they work through this night. I don't love that you have to stay up until 11 p.m. to find out in the fucking 10-second window uh, who all the positional awards winners were. I think they should do it throughout the night. So at least some kids and whatnot don't have to stay up all night to watch it. They can see it throughout the evening. I understand keeping the actual Dalian medalist till the very end, and I back that completely, but I do think it is a little revamp that we need to make to the Dalian medals. We used to do it back in the day. I'm not quite sure when it changed or why it changed, uh, but I think that is the way to go moving forward. That would just be my personal vote. Uh, Is it end of the world stuff? Definitely not, uh, but that's how I would rather say it. Congratulations to Kalen Ponger, an unreal achievement, his first Dalian medal. And I'll tell you what, it's scary to think that he won a Dalian medal when he only moves to fullback halfway through the year. Imagine if he started there in round one. Pretty, pretty scary stuff, and you've got to wonder. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. KP, has he turned a corner in his career? I loved in his speech uh, that he said, I, you know, I obviously had to go overseas at the start of the year to sort out my injury and whatnot or my head knocks and whatnot. And he said, whilst I was over there, I decided that I've had enough of letting people down. And my God, didn't he perform this year? He had Newcastle, the entire town, on its feet for the last 10 weeks or so. A tremendous effort, Kalen Ponga. Got his team to finals footy, backed it up with a Dally M medal. I really do hope this is a turning point 2023 is a turning point in the career of Kalen Ponga, and we get to see his absolute best over the next couple of years. Hopefully not in maroon, in blue and white up there at Newcastle. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 